0: Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock-steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes-Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, Magic Makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. Hey, Magic Makers, another iTunes review of the week. We have it from Deb R-O-B-R 33-A-N-T, she says, Kim is so lively and interesting to listen to. She makes healthy living easy by giving so much good quality information that is doable. There isn't a subject she doesn't explore around mind and body. Always a great listen. Oh, that's exactly why I started the podcast and that's exactly why I continue to do the podcast. And I'm always wide open to any of you sharing any topics that you want to hear, have me get have a guest on, you know, I wrote something three years ago, there's about 70 different topics, and I am shockingly blowing through them all. So at any point, you want to listen to something have a guest expert, please let me know, reach out to me on the socials, you can find it here in the show notes. And as always, thank you so much for that awesome review. All right, magic makers. I hope you're having a absolutely fabulous day. And so usually I try to keep my podcasts very um, timeless, right? Because I want them to be evergreen, that you can hear this in January, you can hear this in June, you can hear this four years from now. But I feel like at this time of year, it makes sense to talk about things as we kind of start to shift our mindset towards the end of the year. Right. We all kind of, we have a few weeks left of uh, the current year, but it's also timeless because anytime you wake up and you're like, Oh, I'm so frustrated. I want to kick a wall. I'm doing all the right things. Now's the time. Like this can be that kind of jumpstart that you need to shift the mindset. And so, you know, Where I'm going today is that I want to talk about the five common missteps that many perimenopausal women over 40 are making on their journey to being healthier and fitter. And, you know, I get it, right? We're on this roller coaster ride and no one told us that perimenopause would last seven to 10 years. You know, most of us think of, um, when you think of someone who's menopausal, you're not like I'm 35 and I'm menopausal. Like what? You know, no one pulled us aside and said that. And no one pulled us aside and said that, you know, a lot of the trials and tribulations that we're going through are, it is our body's descent into menopause, where most of us just think of like menopause is like, I no longer get my period. Well, paramenopause is what's really, you know, messing with us for the bulk of the period. And I remember earlier in the podcast, I had a, a menopause expert on, and she referred to it as um, second puberty. And if you can remember yourself, or maybe you have children who are currently in their teen years and just all of the craziness, right, the highs and the lows, even in like five minutes that your children have experienced, you're probably like, oh yeah, okay, yeah, I get that, right? So instead of our our hormones going up the scale, our hormones are now coming back down the scale, but we're still getting, you know, getting crazy, and as I, you know, really unpack and really learn and dive more into what all of the various functions that hormones uh, do, it's it's like, it's so fascinating, you know, what all the increases in- of our bodies, it's just so like, you know, what connects to this and what connects in that. And that what the, the decline in estrogen causes this and the decline in progesterone causes that. And it's just really fascinating because there are areas of the body that you're like, wow, I didn't even realize. Cause most of us, you know, we all took biology and you were told, you know um, how your period works. Boom. That was it, you know, but they, they didn't really break down the sequencing of What estrogen's job was, what progesterone's job was, you know, what the luteinizing hormone did, you know, um, they talked about, you know, why we get a period and what happens when you don't get a period and how a baby is, but we don't really ever get into the intricacies of all the other systems that our primary hormones influence. Ah, oh, the holidays, the twinkling lights, the social gathering, and the silent groan of scales worldwide. But guess what? What if this year could be different? What if you could reign in every merry moment without a side of guilt? Yep, it's possible. That's why I created the Guilt-Free Holiday Guide. It is your personal holiday concierge guiding you through wise choices that don't whisper, compromise or restrict. The Guilt-Free Holiday Guide is your go-to for staying fit and fabulous and full of festive joy without the guilt or the shame. Because this year, it's all about decking the halls and smashing your fitness goals your guilt-free holiday begins right here so do me a favor go over to the link in my bio and grab your guide right now so that was my little sidetrack but let's get back so I know that many of you are on this roller coaster ride battling these like stubborn weight loss plateaus and you're just like I am doing everything right what the hell and so today I want to take a nice deep dive into the five common missteps that might be sabotaging your journey to health and more importantly, what the heck to do about them? So, the first one is execution. And I say execution because so many times when I ask someone, when I first start working with them, I'm like, okay, um, you know, give me a, a couple of steps that you plan on doing this week. And it's literally 10 steps. And I'm like, okay, can we scale that back? We think that. To, in order to execute, it has to be this three, 300 step plan. And this 300 step plan typically doesn't work out for most of us unless you're just that, that person. And nine times out of 10, most of us aren't that person. Most of us are very organized. You know, many of you listening to me, you are that type A person who is so flipping organized. But all it takes is one thing to unravel, and you're just like, damn. And like the whole, like a house of cards, like, a, or Jenga, right? You pull the one cube comes out and you're just like, damn it. So here's where, you know, I always ask my clients, the key here is execution. And if I'm going to execute, the key is I really have to really look at my whole life. And I I challenge my clients to break down the execution into 90 days. So that way we're not looking so too far in the future that we get frustrated that we're like, okay, in the next 90 days, what does my life look like, right? So it's like, am I traveling? Are my kids, you know, at the peak of their sports or practice or rehearsals or whatever your kids might be into? Maybe you have a spouse. Is my spouse traveling a lot and a lot more burden of the household responsibilities are going to follow me? Am I in a period in my work life that there is a major project coming on? You know, um, my husband works for a big software company and the bulk of their uh, revenue comes From the middle of December, sorry, middle of November through the end of December. So November, December, they're just like flat out, like making sure everything is working. So maybe you're in that that type of business as well. I have a client who is a CPA. So pretty much from you know the when do we get when do we get our all of that tax stuff. So pretty much from the end of January, beginning of February through the end of April, she's like flat out. So here's where when we look at the execution on paper, that plan might look absolutely fabulous. However, can you do it? Can you do it consistently? And is the plan like, I'm only going to do this for 90 days. I think that we're going to be fixed. Or is like, is, are you looking at this as this is what my life is going to be? And I'm okay with 90 days. This is what I focus on. And then I might open it up a little bit and then uh, you know, change few few things, change a few things because I feel that many of you are dieters, right? You are stuck in that, like I must be on a diet, and if I'm not dieting hard, I'm not going to get my results. But have you fully considered it's your dieting that isn't giving you the results that you want? And you know, I have a couple of podcasts that I talk about how. I like to look at dieting as a seasonal thing. So, you know, think about seasons out in nature. You know, we have winter, we have spring, so forth. And so I like to look at every season. So AKA 90 days and 90 days, you know, what does it look like? So if I'm really busy, I might not have the time to work out as much as I normally would. So I would always say, tell people, okay, so since we're pulling back our workouts a little bit, we're going to pull back our food a little bit, not diet, but it's not going to be, we're not going to eat the way we were if we were working out four or five days a week, lifting heavy stuff. So it's like really kind of looking at how can I execute it, you know, And I'm working in reps. I I talk about reps a lot. And so reps are like, can you realistically carry out this plan? Again, looking at my life, what's going on? Am I remotely excited about it? You know, I I share this story because it just, it hits home because, you know, when I was a personal trainer in the gym, I would see it all the time. Um, Women would be like, oh, I'm doing such and such class because Sally Sue lost 400 pounds doing that class. And I'm like, well, do you even like that class? No, but Sally Sue lost 400 pounds, so I'm doing it, right? So you're not, and then at some point, the, your life changes and you're not excited about it. Where when I first really started to get into working out, um, there was this kickboxing class and I absolutely loved this kickboxing class. And it was on Wednesday nights and it was on Saturday mornings. And regardless of what I was doing, on Wednesday, I stopped, dropped, and roll to get to that class because I was excited about it, right? So I want you to have that same excitement. You know, prior to um, uh, Rona, there was a Monday morning spin class, and it was one of my favorite. I absolutely loved the spin instructor. It was something that my husband and I could do together, and it was like a class I didn't miss. So I want you to have that excitement. Si- that si- that much excitement in what you are doing because when I'm excited about doing it, I want to keep doing it. If I'm not excited, all it takes is maybe one little thing, and I'm like, yeah, I'm good, I'm out, thanks. You know, um, but also, you know, is that activity stressing you out? Is it causing you to always overthink what you're doing? You know, I'm a moderator of a Facebook group, and I see it all the time. And one of the the in the Facebook group, it's about monitoring your heart rate. And I'm working on finding someone to really help us dive deep into heart rate um, heart rate training and more more about zone two um, cardio. So, one of in in this Facebook group, a lot of the talks about you know cardio and strength training. And so, people are like, oh, "Am I doing it right? Um, my heart rate, you know, got into the 80s for you know 20 minutes. Is that wrong?" Versus, how do I feel, right? So we get so caught up in the doing it right that we're not. We're, we're, I'm like asking, is what you're trying to achieve is it stressing you out to the point that it's just sucking the enjoyment right out of it? So let's forget about wondering if I'm doing it right, and let's ask ourselves, am I able to take consistent, meaningful action, right? And that's, that's the biggest thing is that can I, whatever I choose, can I be consistent with it? Is it, am I, is it bringing me joy or is it sucking the life out of me? Because if it's sucking the life out of you, it's time to find something else, girlfriend. It is time to find something else, which brings me to consistency. And so many women discount consistency. And maybe you have to go a little bit slower in the beginning and that's okay. You know, that's okay. But What can you start to do on a consistent basis? So, you know me, I need a definition. I love me a definition. So uh, consistency is, basically it says it's a noun and it's about being the same. And it says the quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way or always happening in a similar way, right? So it's like, I want you to think about what is it to be consistent? You know, it's having the same attitude or achieving the same level of success at something. And so if you haven't been successful, I want you to ask about what does your consistency look like? Because if I'm always stressing out, am I doing it right? Maybe I start to freak out that I have to double down because that was what, that was my, my problem. I would be like, oh, the scale didn't move. I got to double down. Oh, um, my, I still have belly fat. I got to double down. So I always was like, double down, double down, double down. But I didn't give myself the runway to say, okay, instead of doubling down, what am I doing consistently? And what am I doing inconsistently? And when I look at that, what's going to be the driver for me? What can I focus on? What feels easy for me in the moment? Right. Because consistency is like the North Star. It guides you to success. You know, um, it's that bright beacon of light that says, walk in this direction. And now what I think causes a lot of women to be challenged is that consistency is boring as F. Boring. There's no, you know, there's no glitter, there's no rainbows, there's no unicorns dancing through. It is boring. It is showing up. No matter what life throws at you. And in my Lifestyle 66 program, we start focusing on one to three things that make that feel like a challenge, but are also doable. And it's, it's about making a part of your rhythm. And that's where I feel that most of us miss the mark. We're doing things that aren't in our rhythm. And I remember when, you know, when uh, Rona first hit and everyone was struggling to like, you know, pretty much the, it was kind of like someone scratched their record. Right. And I remember most people were struggling with trying to like find that routine. And one of the things that I worked with was like, you know what? The one consistent thing I know, given that the world is just crazy right now, is my workout. Now, did my workout look the same as it did if I was going out to a gym? No, and I had to get over that. But I said, you know what? I'm still going to set an alarm, even though I had no place to be for like four months. I set an alarm, and I went down in my basement and I worked out for thirty minutes. And so that's what the consistency looks like. What is that thing? You know, um, I have a client who she's a like a workaholic, <laughs> a workaholic. And, you know, she would carve time out for her walks. I'm like, great, awesome. Now, as a woman over 40, walking is absolutely fabulous. And I'm never going to take away someone's walks. However, if we really want to have body composition change, we got to lift. And our lifting doesn't have to be hours and hours and hours. So for her, I said, you know, um, in, my, uh, in my membership, my Fit Girl Magic Society, I give a month, I give Uh, three workouts and i said you know what set a timer and for 15 minutes and i said get through as much as the workout you can in 15 minutes and then when you're done stop and mark where you left off and the next time you know you go do the workout start where you left off right it's 15 minutes and so i said you know instead of your walk being a, a full hour make your walk um 45 minutes so that you can do this workout or wake up 15 minutes early. And so it's like finding the space in our day without having to make these like radical changes and being able to find that rhythm. And so eventually she's like, you know what, that was, you know, such, such a subtle change. And so because it was so subtle, she was able to do it. Now she's up to 30 minutes a day and she feels fabulous. But it wasn't like, you must work out 90 minutes, you must, because trust me, I lived in that world. And if you were a client of mine maybe 15 years ago, I would have been like, if you're not doing all these things, you're screwed. That's not the case anymore, right? It's working with you to get consistent, working with you so that. You look back and you're like, I got some wins under my belt. And when you feel like a winner versus a struggler, damn, it is life changing because then you want to do more stuff. You'll be like, okay, this feels good. What can I add? And we're adding like little doses. It's I want you to think about it like this. Um, have you ever like cooked something? And so, you know, you're cooking it and you're following the recipe and then you give it a little taste and you're like, mm, something's off here what is it? What is it? And you're like, oh, okay. Maybe I need a little bit more salt or maybe I lay a little bit more cumin or maybe I need a little bit more paprika, whatever it is. And you know, you, you make some refinements to what's already working. And that's what consistency is. It's like, let's step up and start to see what are the things I can do time and time again. They might be boring. They might be basic, but are they giving me the results that I want? And It's, it has to become part of the rhythm of your life. It can't be only when things are going right, because guess what? Life's going to life and life always lives when you don't want life to life. All right. The third mistake here is the fear of failure. And this is huge. I'm guilty of having this. You know, if you are perfectionist, I am a recovering perfectionist. Um, But guess what, right? Change is meant to be uncomfortable, and, you know, over the last probably six months, I've been doing a lot of uncomfortable things. And it just is like looking out on a cliff that you are about to just dive into that. You're just like, holy moly, what am I getting myself into? But I have to embrace it because I know what I'm doing right now isn't giving me what I want. And I, and here's where you have to have that hard conversation with yourself, that hard look in the mirror and just say, Sarah is what I'm doing, giving me the results I want. And if you look in the mirror and you're like, no, then guess what? Something's got to change. And as I've said previously, it's not everything, not everything has to change. Boom, 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 boom. Just let's, let's do like it in increments right? Small things. What feels good right now, right? So, you know, I mentioned the client. 15 minutes of strength training felt really good. Awesome. Great. Maybe for you, adding a vegetable to your protein shake in the morning that you're already doing, that feels great. Great. Awesome. Do that. Maybe adding a good fat to your lunch. Great. Awesome. Do that. Maybe upping your protein by one ounce for every meal you eat great rock on with your bad self but it's like what are the little things you know um there's a great video and you know i'm gonna write myself a note to attach it in the show notes there's a video of ice melting and so ice um ice melts at 200 and and nice so ice freezes at 32 degrees right so um at 32 degrees you may might see some like glisten on the, on the ice cube. And then it's, you know, as you slowly raise the temperature, you know, 30, 33, 34, 35, I might start to see some changes, but most of us, if we were looking at that ice cube, we'd be like, I just turned up the heat to 50. Why isn't it just like a pool, right? Like uh, frosty, the snowman, when uh, he went into the greenhouse with the little girl there, was it Clara? If you know her name, leave me a note. Um, But he melted immediately. And all that was left was his top hat and his corn and his corn pipe pipe. So I want want you to look at that video and just be like, it is these small incremental changes over time that is going to give you what you're absolutely looking for. So if I always fear that it's not happening fast enough, or am I doing it right? I'm always going to be shifting left, right, and zigzagging and not being able to see that forward progress and i'll be honest with you it's frustrating as fuck but that forward progress girl it ain't what how people say you're gonna lose a half a pound to two pounds a week that shit that's 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 ship held if you are in your 40s you've been on over 10 different diets and your body's like girlfriend I know exactly what you're doing and I ain't going to give it to you. So you have to start giving yourself the grace. And instead of us looking at the scale, ask yourself, what am I being consistent with? Right. Am I, am I like, you know, going back into my cocoon because I'm nervous about what's going to happen. If I add that vegetable, what's going to happen. If I add that protein, what's going to happen. If I, you know, take 15 minutes out of my workday to do a strength training exercise and, you know, one of the ways that I was able to get over the fear and one of the ways I'm challenging you to get over your fear is what do you have to lose by giving it your all for just 30 days? What do you have? What, what do you have to lose? 30 days. And the best way to do it is I always challenge my clients to take pictures, right? Take pictures or put on a pair of pants that you haven't worn in the last two to three years, right? Let's not say I'm trying to get, get into my high school pants because, you know, that ship is sits. But I've tried to get into my pants that I haven't been able to fit in, in in the last two to three years. Use that and pictures. And those are going to be the, your biggest source of change. And even if it's really like subtle changes or grab an old um, a tape measure. Yeah, a tape measure and use that and you know, go around your boobs, go around where your belly button is, um, go around the widest part of your hips. Um, You know, if you want to get fancy, you can do your right leg, uh, your right uh, thigh, your left thigh, calf, so forth, and your neck. Or you could just stick with those three um, points. And, you know, every week, every other week, take pictures, take measurements and see how you go. Because I'll tell you, you know, especially in over 40, that scale is just going to, you know, just mess with you. And it's not the only judge. The other way we can start judging how our consistency is doing well am I hungry? Am I hungry at all? How's my energy? How's my craving? How's my sleep? All right. Cause those are indications of, is my body working on all cylinders or are there some tweaks that need to be made? All right. So let's like give ourselves that 30 day runway, that 30 day ramp to be like, what does consistency look like for me? Okay. And if I say that, okay, I'm gonna give myself those 30 days, we need to be clear, right? We have to have a clear vision of what it is that we're looking for. And and I always say that like clarity is like your GPS. You know, it's if you and I were sitting here um, in Boston and there's a, a street mass app, you know, I gotta Google how long, I use this example a lot. So we have to I'm gonna have to Google how long Mass Ave is. But let's just say it's 10 miles. So Mass Ave starts in downtown Boston, and it goes all the way into Lexington. So it passes through Boston, Cambridge, Arlington. Lexington. It passes through four towns. And so, if I were, if I just said I want to get to Mass Ave, and I wasn't crystal clear, and I wanted to get to Boston Mass Ave, and I didn't put in the right address, I could end up ten miles from where I want to be. And so the the more clear I am about this is what I want, and uh, I, the more clear I am, the more likely I'm going to get it. You know, if I just kind of uh, take half action, if I kind of be like, well, I kind of sort of want to lose weight, oh, but I kind of want to run this, I kind of like, you need to just be like, put on your blindness and be like, look, I'm looking to lose this belly fat. That that that, that that's that's my vision. Like I see. What I want, I don't want belly fat. Great, let's work on that. From there, it starts at the top. Lose operation, lose belly fat, perfect. Now, let's give one to three things that we can focus on to start to lose that belly fat. So knowing that it's nutrition, sleep, stress, and workouts, what are the things that feel easy for you right now? And then we start, and we we build, okay, what? how are we going to execute against that plan so that we have specific and measurable. It is like our compass, right? It is our like, okay, if I really want to lose this belly fat, here are my three things that I'm doing and I'm going to do this for 30 days and then I'm going to reevaluate. I'm going to reassess. But my ultimate goal always remains the same. You know, I used to do a lot of coaching for, um, fitness competitors. And, you know, so one day they're like, yeah, definitely. I'm good. I'm going to do a show this spring. Awesome. All right. Let's start, you know, setting ourselves up to get to that show so that we're not sprinting to the finish line. And then, you know, maybe like one or two months later, oh yeah, change my mind. I'm going to run a marathon instead. And I'm like, okay. So then like, you know, the, the training shifts a little bit and then it's like, Oh yeah, I'm not running that marathon. I found out it's you know on my kid's birthday, so I can't do it. So let's go back to uh, getting ready for a show. And it's like this like ma- radical pendulum swing that makes it really challenging for your body to keep up with it. But if we say ourselves 90 days, this is what I'm working on. We're losing that belly fat. that is my ultimate goal. And I'm working these three things and every 30 days I'm going to reevaluate, reassess, boom, here's where goals are met. Here is where you will just blow your own goddamn mind. Which is, which leads me to the last thing. It is our self-doubt, right? I don't know how many times I've seen people, you know, their goals slip away because you are like, I don't know if I can. I, I, I don't know if that's me. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I get that. Like, I have self-doubt too. Like sometimes I look at stuff and I'm like, oof, that seems like really, really hard. And that's okay. Like it's okay for to for something to seem hard. But then it's like, is this just my kind of like initial um gut reaction? Or is it really is it really hard? Is it really hard because I just don't want to change? Like what does it what does it look like? And you have the power. The one thing that I have learned over all the years of working with different mentors. I have the power to rewrite my story. I have the power to speak to. I have the power to rewrite my story. And so, so do you. So all it takes is taking that leap and taking that shot, you know? So um, to get a little pop culture here. So uh, Taylor Swift was playing in uh, Kansas City. She was playing at their stadium in her world tour. And Travis Kelsey was like, you know, she's kind of cute. And he wrote her a note and he, he he gave her a friendship bracelet. And he's like, you know, I had nothing to lose. I had to shoot my shot. All right. And he shot a shot. And guess what? They started dating. Now, at the time of this recording, they're still dating, but who knows what will happen? You know, Taylor Taylor. But, you know, it's like you have to shoot your shot. You have to say, you know what? This opportunity is presented to me right now am I going to keep passing it by putting it off or am I going to be like you know what I got nothing to lose but the weight um I remember there was this woman we were this is early on in my business and we just trying to figure I was just trying to figure out like what was I going to do who was I going to be and you know you have yourself stuff like who am I to start my own business who am I to like not go and get a you know a traditional job and this woman was like you know the time's going to pass anyway so you might have been passed the time doing what you like. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely, you're absolutely right because doubt is part of the process, but you right. you have the power to write your story. So now, you know, here's where you kind of start to say to yourself how do I like fire through fire through all these self-doubts and tell yourself like my why, right? The best way I know, to deal with any self-doubt is to come up with your why and your why is the motivation right so why do you want this why you're listening you're you're 20 something minutes into this podcast you know is it because my voice is amazing i don't know possible but why are you listening why do you want this weight loss right because that is your motivation and your why, it doesn't have to be this like big altruistic thing. You know, I used to think, you know, when I first kind of started hearing this, this notion of why, I used to think my why had to be this big altruistic thing. Like, oh, you know, I want to save kittens from from trees, you know, and help old people cross the street. But my why is really mm-hmm. vain. I'm brutally honest. My why is I am vain, vain, vain. And my why is... I want to be able to stand in front of my clients and look like I walk the talk. I want to be able to, when I'm 90 years old, walk unassisted. I want to be able to still lift heavy as hell well into my 90s. So that's my why. I want to have the mobility. That's my why. So when I'm laying in a bed and, you know, in the winter time here in Boston, it's cold, snowy and dark. And the alarm goes off at five 30 and I lay there and I'm just like, you know, girl laying here, ain't going to get you to where you want to go. And that's my why that's the like kick in the rump shaker. I need to get myself out into, um, it's taking, you know, going downstairs, my basement, and working out or going downstairs and, you know, getting in my workout. And, you know, over the years I've scaled back on what a workout looks like for me. You know, my workouts are 30 to 40 minutes and that's okay. You know, I don't want to spend the two hours and if that's you rock on with your bad self sister, but those are just, those are just, those things are just not for me anymore So if you're ready to break free from these mistakes and transfer your health and fitness journey, I have something tailor-made for you. It's called Lifestyle 66. This program is all about teaching you how to be consistent based on your rules. Like no matter how life gets, how busy life gets, We are going to nail the basics so that you can bob and weave through the challenges of your life. There is a checklist of steps that you can take to customize this to really fit your unique life. So if you're ready to join me on this journey and unlock the best version of you, do me a favor, head over to the show notes so that you can take the first step to being happier and healthier and finally, finally take some control of your life. Because guess what? You've got the power to rewrite your own story. So, no more waiting, no more saying, you know, when the kids do this, when my job does that, when my spouse does that. No, now is the time. Let's get ready to rock. Let's get ready to just finally just do this once and for all. All right, Magic Makers, have a fabulous day. And as always, I really appreciate you. And if there's someone who needs to hear this message, can you do me a favor? Can you share this podcast with them? And let them know that, you know, Hey, this is the year. This is the year that we're no longer going to wait. This is the year that we're just going to finally get our poop together and finally nail what it looks like to be consistent with my health and my fitness. All right, ladies, have a fabulous day. And I will talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.